Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. This segment is brought to you by ViridianGlobal.com, and that is the official apparel provider of the Dynasty Warzone merch. We have our t-shirts over there. We have our dad hats. We have our Jerry NWO themed hats. We have hoodies. We have Raglan's baseball season just kicking off. A Raglan is a baseball shirt where the body of the shirt is white and the sleeves are different colors. We've got some some tank tops. We have our new working harder than an ugly stripper t-shirt and so much more. This is the brainchild of myself and our graphics guru, Maddie, aka at Maddie Big Chest on Twitter. We have a ton of styles and you want to head over there and check everything out. You simply go to Viridian Global, that is V-E-R-I-D-I-A-N Global, ViridianGlobal.com. Search the Dynasty Warzone store, and man, you'll see all the t-shirts, hats, accessories, everything that we have available to you from a merch standpoint. They are a great sponsor, and we recommend you check them out today. That is the group over at ViridianGlobal.com. Thanks for checking them out. What's happening, guys? Happy Wednesday, and welcome to the Dynasty Warzone, the people's Dynasty Podcast, and on today's show, we are going to cover some 2021 seasonal hot takes and a couple of last chance Dynasty buys. Normally, I have the man of the hour, but he is the man without power. Jerry is going through a storm up in Michigan and currently is without power. Now, I didn't have the heart to tell him that you could record these gimmicks from your cell phone because I've done it. But hey, he is taking care of Mama Mama Sinclair as well as his pup. We've all been there, so the show must go on. We have been something like 160, 65 shows in a row without ever missing a Wednesday, and we're not going to let power outage in Michigan stop us from getting a show out this Wednesday. So even though this is one of my favorite shows of the year with our hot takes, and I threw in a couple of last chance dynasty buys and sells you know what fuck it we're going to run live and here we go so real quick going to keep the intro short uh youtube just want to cover the youtube real quick so the youtube you're going to get these shows early and mostly ad free over at the dynasty warzone youtube channel uh if you're watching live on twitter via periscope or on youtube uh you will not be uh, hit with the ads. Now, if you're watching, you'll notice that this podcast is sponsored. I'll hit more of that in here in just uh, a few minutes. And uh, all of the Dynasty Warzone podcasts in their entirety up on YouTube, but I've been adding the shorter stuff. My three, soon to be four, season-long prop bets are up at YouTube. The next one will drop tomorrow morning with one more seasonal prop on the way. Uh, look for my boy Kyle from the FF Smackdown. That's right, the Fantasy Football Smackdown. He'll be doing his waiver wire sniping show. You used to find it on the Red Shirt slash Ball Blast Fantasy Football. He's going to be doing that in vlog form. So like a video blog on Saturdays. Be sure to check that out. And uh, this coming Sunday, we're going to be doing Football Sunday School from 11 a.m. 
until 1 p.m. So stop by, get blessed. You know, let us help you with your redraft roster. Let us help you with your gambling, your DFS, your start sits, whatever you need help with. You know, Matthew Barry, the fantasy footballers. I've been there many years ago. You're reaching out, hey, Matt, should I start Steve Smith or whoever? And you never get an answer because he gets a million, literally a million of those every single Sunday. If you're looking for a group of guys that want to help you with your fantasy roster, with your gambling, with your DFS, with you name it, swing by on Sundays, man. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. We got your hookup. I get 1130 Eastern until 1 p.m. Eastern with uh, the Dynasty Warzone crew. So there you go. Uh, kept the intro super duper short. And I'm going to get into not one, but two. Good people, bad tweets, people love this segment. And, uh, you know, I'm not trashing the person, their appearance, what they stand for. But if you put, if you post bullshit on Twitter, there's a good chance that if I find it or Jerry finds it or one of our many listeners find it, we're gonna, we're gonna address it right here on the show. So, uh, first, first tweet comes from All Day Pigskin. And All Day Pigskin says, Russell Gage is gonna be what everybody wants Kyle Pitts. To be in 2021. Mr. All Day Pigskin, that's bullshit. 100% bullshit. Nothing screams, look at me. Like a really ridiculous take, like Russell Gage is going to be everything that Kyle Pitts was supposed to be in 2021. First of all, he's a tight end, not a wide receiver. So they can't really be the same thing. Were you talking about pass catchers? Were you talking tight end premium? Or were you just talking to get someone to react to your stupid tweet? Because that's what this is. This is a bad take. I'm sure you're a nice guy just getting started in the industry. I support that. I want I want you to, to be as successful as possible. But posting dumb shit like that ain't the way to go about it. So there you go. This next gent, good person, bad tweet number two, Michael Salfino, at Michael Salfino. He says, uh, this. His, his first tweet was, Darnold establishes himself as a star while Josh Allen is this year's Trubisky and is not tendered by the Bills following the season. Prediction only valid if there's a season. So Mr. Salfino tweeted this last year. Okay, there was, there was a lot of skepticism about Josh Allen. You know, some people loved him, some people hated him. The film guys were kind of, eh, he had the tools. You know, they added Stefan Diggs. So okay, that's not the worst take. It was a bad take, but it wasn't the worst take. But you know what, some, sometimes, sometimes you just miss. And, and Mr. Salfino would not be the first person to have missed on Josh Allen. That's not an exclusive club. But so, so what does he do after Josh Allen finishes second in the MVP? What's he do? He can't fucking help himself. He can't do it. He has to double down. He has to double down and says, Darnold is still going to be better than Josh Allen. Allen would be a backup now if the Jets drafted him. Guys, sometimes you get a pass. Sometimes you get to get the get out of jail free card. Sometimes you, you whiff, you make a mistake, and it it happens. Happens to all of us. We've we've all we've all had our misses. But then to miss so badly on a take, and then retrospectively look at it twelve months later, and then to double down, that's the definition of a good person with a bad tweet and doing something stupid. So, Mister Salfino, you seem like a nice fella. But you know what? Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. And I want to let you know to go to our new sponsor, Manscaped. Manscaped.com. Guys, football season's here. 
and let's talk about my balls or your balls. And the sponsors of today's show is Manscaped. And they're the leaders in below-the-waist grooming for people. I don't get the name Manscaped. Women can use it too. And we're talking about their Performance Package 4.0. Now, my question is, is have you been neglecting your Johnson because you've been thinking about Deontay Johnson or Ty Johnson? So if you have, joined the 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped and get ready for kickoff by saving 20% when you go over to manscaped.com and use promo code ZONE, Z-O-N-E, promo code ZONE. And let me tell you about what the package includes. So let me tell you who's this for. Single guys, single guys, this is you. This is a no-brainer, single guys. So what do you want to do? You, you want to swipe right, have the night go right, and then drop trowel and see the absolute look of horror on that person's face when it looks like someone dropped an angry hot dog on a barbershop floor. Probably not the way that you want that moment to go. Trim it up. Clean it up. Manscaped.com. Married guys. Married guys. Has, has the action dried up worse than Carson Wentz's 2020 football production? Maybe it has. But you know what? Do you, do you think your, your partner is like, hey, come rub that sweaty first sweater all over me when you get out of the shower looking like you got a throw rug on your back? Probably not. Trim it up. Manscaped.com. Gym bros. I'm a gym bro. Fellow gym bros, little little little, bicep, little double bicep for you on YouTube. Gym bros. Now, now, do you really meal prep? Do you really work out five, six days a week? Do you really do all that cardio to hide your gains behind a fur sweater? So you can go to the pool, summer's wrapping up, maybe you live in Florida, the weather's nice, so you have a fur sweater. Guys, come on. Now is a good time to take care of yourself. Manscaped.com, promo code WARZONE, and international shipping, and you can save 20% with free shipping by using promo code ZONE at manscaped.com. So let's jump into this, guys. Everybody loves Dynasty. That's why you're here. It's the Dynasty show of the DWZ Football Network. I love Dynasty. You love Dynasty. Let's talk Dynasty fantasy football. So I was supposed to share this segment with Jerry, the man of the hour, and the man with the power, but unfortunately he's not here and... Because he's living in archaic times, he does not have the ability to get me his takes. So I'm going to give you my first buy. I'm going to give you two. I'm going to give you two before the price goes up in four days. Number one is going to be Terrace Marshall Jr. Don't don't care what it, well, I do care. Don't go out and drastically overpay. But he, he's a guy. And this popped into my head the other day as I was... Thinking about this situation, the Panthers just extended uh, Robbie Anderson, gave him a two-year deal, and obviously they just drafted, spent second-round draft capital on Terrace Marshall. So, And they did pick up D.J. Moore's fifth-year option, but, but what if Sam Darnold struggles or fails? What if D.J. Moore's part of that package to get Aaron Rodgers? This popped in my head the other day. What if you're Carolina and at the end of the season – you have Aaron Rodgers, one year left on his deal. Maybe the Packers don't resign. They don't resign Devontae Adams. They they do some kind of a deal. To, they lose him too. So if you're Carolina, what can you offer Green Bay? Well, they're going to need a wide receiver one for Jordan Love, right? Could you offer two first in, in DJ Moore? Why not? That's not a bad idea. So my thought is, is that Carolina is insulating themselves against the potential, and that's just a key word, the potential loss 
of DJ Moore. Maybe via trade, maybe via free agency. You know, they've got the rest of this year, and, you know, we'll, we'll see what's up before for too long. And maybe they're waiting. Maybe they're waiting to see what Calvin Ridley signs for. Maybe they're waiting to see what Chris Godwin signs for before resetting the market for a young wide receiver. I just think that Terrace Marshall is a big part of what they're planning in the future in Carolina. I think the kid's a stud. Uh, we've seen it in the preseason. Uh, he was going for a second in your rookie drafts, uh, even in 1QB, which I know a lot of us play 1QB leagues. In a 1QB league, he was probably going around that 203 range, give or take. I know in a Superflex, he was probably going in the 207, maybe a little bit earlier, depends on how much someone liked him. But I would give a late first. I would give. I would try to get like a second back, maybe Marshall in a third for 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 uh, for a first. I, I don't know that that's possible. Typically, the, the the same GM that's trying to get first is also trying to get really young, good players. But that's an absolute guy that I am looking to get every share of I possibly can. Is Terrace Marshall, and this is coming from me. If you've listened to this show for any length of time over the last two and a half, three years, you know what a DJ Moore fan I am. If you play in a league with me, like my buddy Diddy, uh, he's tried to get DJ Moore from me in several leagues, and it's not going to happen. I, I love DJ Moore, but I'm really, really starting to think that Terrace Marshall may wind up being the alpha. Not only may Terrace Marshall be the best wide receiver in this class, if we look back at the end of the year and he's the best wide receiver on the Panthers, and that includes DJ Moore, I wouldn't be stunned. I would be surprised. I wouldn't be stunned. I'm a big fan of Terrace Marshall, and I'm more than happy to pay anywhere in a, in a 1QB a late first for Terrace Marshall. And in a super flex, I would prefer to pay like the back end of a first. Like I would like to be a contender adding this guy to be my backfill to help that churn of talent going forward. But man, ladies and gentlemen, go out and get Terrace Marshall. I did have a second. I, I, I did have a second, and I was I was going to wait to see who Jerry had, because sometimes we have some overlap. You know, if you're in a relationship, and you know sometimes you you catch yourself thinking about your significant other, and you're like, "Holy shit!" I, I was thinking the exact same thing because it happens. You know, I've been married for a long ass time because I'm an old ass dude. But if, if, you've, if you've ever had that, that conversation come up, you know, it wouldn't surprise me. So I had two. My second, my second is T. Higgins, another guy. Now, his, his value is a little bit higher. T. Higgins is going as wide receiver 18 currently per Fantasy Pros in a Dynasty startup. I'm, I'm happy to pay wide receiver 18 acquisition price for him because everybody at this point has stolen this analogy. And it's cool. It's cool. I really believe T. Higgins is going to be the Batman in this relationship. Now, that doesn't mean that both he and Jamar Chase can't be superheroes, but I'm really starting to feel like Jamar Chase is going to be the Robin in this offense. Um, I don't think there's anything super special about him athletically, and I think he's a good wide receiver. He's maybe even a borderline great wide receiver, but I don't think he's a generational wide receiver. I I don't think he was worth being draft fifth overall. Um, was he the most overdrafted wide receiver in this class? Maybe. I think the fifth overall pick was a hefty price to pay for a wide receiver. But I, I just think I'd rather have T. Higgins. 
Uh, we've seen it. We've seen him produce with Joe Burrow. We've seen him produce with bad QBs. And I, I think he's going to be the de facto one. Now, again, both guys could have a lot of value. Maybe Tyler Boyd moves in the offseason. I really don't know. But if I had to pick one today, if I absolutely had to pick one member of the Cincinnati Bengals wide receiver group to put on my dynasty roster, we were doing a startup, or as, a, as the expression goes, God came down and he said, Memphis, you can have any Cincinnati Bengal wide receiver on your roster that you want, who you want. Regardless, I'm taking T. Higgins. Uh, I think I'm getting the better of it. And which that leads me directly to my sell. I was hoping Jerry was going to go T. Higgins because I'm selling Jamar Chase. And for a lot of the same reasons that I just mentioned. Um, I, I don't like selling him now. Uh, his stock's a little depressed. But at the same time, I, I'm, I don't trust the Bengals. If you listen to my season-long Bengals prop bet on YouTube, you know that I'm fading the Bengals this year. I do believe they peel back the number of pass attempts and really try to ride Joe Burrow. That's not an original thought. That is coming from beat reporters in Cincinnati that they're going to try to uh, not air it out as much in, in the, in the uh, passing game. They're not going to have Joe Burrow throwing it 40 times a game. And there's still plenty of fluff pieces out there on Twitter and on the Internet saying, don't sell, don't sell, don't sell, keep Jamar Chase. You can do whatever you want with Jamar Chase, but I, I'm not looking to acquire and you probably paid a really high first, regardless of scoring format. I got news for you. You'd be happy to break even. But, you know, you can also hang on, and, and I'm not guaranteed to be right. No one is. No one bats a 1,000. And I could see a world where Jamar Chase is really, really good. But I think his career is going to be somewhere in the neighborhood of the wide receiver 10 through 15 on a given season. Certainly usable, a great wide receiver too, with wide receiver one upside. But at acquisition cost, I'd rather have his teammate. I'd rather have T. Higgins. So for that reason, I am going to mosey on to Mr. T. Higgins and move off Jamar Chase. So there you go. There is a, a few, a few of my late season buys and sells. Uh, kind of moving through these really quickly. So. What I'm going to do in, in the essence of time is I'm just going to take a word for our patron. That's patreon.com forward slash Dynasty Warzone. Have you been afraid to dip a toe in the world of Dynasty Fantasy Football? Have you heard about Dynasty Fantasy Football on one of the national redraft pods and now you're curious to join a league? Do you not know where to start or how to get better? Are you looking for a place to ask questions, questions that maybe would make you feel like you would get put down on social media? We all have. Or I should say, we all used to feel that way until we started patreon.com forward slash Dynasty Warzone. It's where new Dynasty gamers, intermediate Dynasty gamers, and the ultra-sharp Dynasty gamers all converge to come and hang out and talk football 24-7. No, really. It's a 24-7 group chat Thanks in part to the best international patrons in football. I'll put our group in our group chat up against any group chat in Dynasty Fantasy Football, period. It's a place of community. It's a place of interaction. It's a place where you'll get better at Dynasty Fantasy Football with so many like-minded people looking to destroy their Dynasty Leagues. And get in while the getting's good. You know I love value. And you'll have a hard time getting better value for your money than with patreon.com forward slash Dynasty Warzone right now. 
We'll be introducing a tiered Patreon, which is something commonly found on Patreon, to allow each Dynasty gamer to choose what level of support they want with their Dynasty teams. But all tiers will be included for those that join at the current and historical rate of $5 a month from now through July 31st. That's about two weeks to lock in the old rate between now and July 31st. Now, every podcast has given you player valuations, but there are so few shows that focus on how to actually build a roster. That's where I take what I do on the Fantasy Fixer Upper and really go into a deep dive on strategy, how-tos, and overall advice on building and sustaining a roster from your startup to your rebuild and to your championship. There's an entire archive of over 100 mostly strategic-based pods, and there's more on the way. There's also information and how-tos for aspiring podcasters. We have three of our patrons that are creating content for their patron mates right now. They have also worked with me behind the scenes on how to start a show, do's and don'ts for podcasters, how to attain sponsors, and much, much more. One-on-one time with me is another thing that we do at patreon.com forward slash dynasty warzone, and being a patron is the only way to make it on the Fantasy Fixer Upper. But it's not all about the show. I trade DMs with all patrons, do one-on-ones via telephone, and more. You said you wanted to get better. So take advantage now before rates and tiers change in August over at patreon.com forward slash Dynasty Warzone. There's no better time than now to join. So what are you waiting for? And again, patreon.com forward slash Dynasty Warzone. That, that is the group chat that, that is just never, never dry. Um, a lot of good stuff over there. I've uh, been we're working on doing some more stuff with the patrons behind the scenes. That was actually who was going to jump in and help bail me out tonight. Uh, we're helping him uh, develop his podcast skills. He was going to jump on, save the day, had some family issues, and wasn't able to do it. So you're forced to deal with me flying solo. And I do apologize for that. But again, if you're interested, patreon.com forward slash Dynasty Warzone. And we'd love to have you on the team. So let's get into it, guys. Let's get into a couple of hot takes. I only had two because we were going to have people stop by. Um, I, I do have some that I'm going to share from our Dynasty Warzone group chat. I'll put as much context. I'll tell you if I agree. I'll tell you if I disagree. Then I'll give you mine, and I'll get you out of here. A little bit of a shorter pod this Wednesday, which is kind of a bummer. We are on the precipice of the start of the NFL season. If you're listening to this on Wednesday for a... Uh, a podcast as opposed to the YouTube, we're 24 hours away. Or you know, thir- Thursday we got live football. And speaking of Thursday, I'll be dropping a prop show on YouTube. If you're into prop bets, if you're in one of the 25 states that allows legalized gaming, I will be popping up with a prop bet. And uh, let me get into my first hot take, and then I'll share you one from our group chat. So for me, I say that James Robinson is going to return to his spot as a top five running back, which he was through 15 games last year. He didn't play the last two games of the year. That didn't matter. Going through you know, the first quote-unquote 16 weeks, there was the bye week in there. But going through that, he was the wide receiver four. He missed the uh, 16th game of the year, the final game of the year, and that caused him to drop to the running back seven on the season in full point PPR. I fully expect him to get back to that. And I'm going to share with you some of the stuff that I have coming up on a a prop bet as to why I love James Robinson to get back to a top five 
uh, wide receiver. First of all, obviously, the, the loss of Travis Etienne is what it is. Not Etienne's fault that he was overdrafted by the Jaguars, and not James Robinson's fault that he's missing the season. It, it happens. You know, James Robinson had 240 rush attempts last year, and I, I think he easily hits that number. On 240 rush attempts last year, he had 1,070 rush yards. That's 4.5 yards a rush. You know, it's solid. It's not otherworldly, but it's very good considering the number of carries he got with 24. And he had five games of 100 yards or rushing or more. Now, technically 99. Four over 100, one game at 99 yards. But you get my point. Very, very successful. And I don't love the Jags' offensive line. I truly don't. But they returned all five starters. And if you ask NFL people, you ask college coaches, any kind of football coach, they want continuity on, on the offensive line. So it was 23rd going into the year from pro football focus. I think they could probably pull that a little bit toward the middle. Everyone stays healthy, little continuity. And remember, they added Marvin Harrison. We're all hoping from a dynasty perspective that LaVisca Chenault takes a big step this year. DJ Chark has slidden, slid, slidden a word? I don't think so. He has slid down the depth chart in Jacksonville, and he's now their wide receiver three. But if you think about it, Jones, Visca, and Chark, they really are going to provide some nice running lanes for for James Robinson. And then they got a quarterback upgrade. Maybe, maybe you guys have heard of Trevor Lawrence. He's pretty good. Had a good run in Clemson, and based on the score of that Georgia game this weekend, they probably would have liked to have had him back. But, I mean, you see nothing but upgrades. And if you go to Sharp Analytics, if you're an analytics person, if you love numbers, if you love spreadsheets, if you love interactive websites, go to Sharp Analytics and look at their strength of schedule tool. It's very customizable. You can do it for rush defense, rush efficiency, so many things. But if you do it for defensive rush, uh, defensive phases. So in the first five weeks, an easy way of saying it is that per Sharp Analytics, James Robinson faces the fifth easiest, excuse me, the, the easiest strength of schedule in the first five games of the season. So let me recap that. I didn't do a great job doing that. So in the first five games, weeks one through five, that is the easiest strength of schedule for running backs in the NFL. In that five-week stretch, he faces the Texans, the Broncos, the Cardinals, the Bengals, and the Titans. Now, I'll agree the Broncos could be a tougher matchup, but those other four games, those other four games are money. And those are all games that the Jags, they may not win, but they could be in contention in. And then the last five games of the season, also considered the easiest stretch per Sharp Analytics, he gets the Texans and Titans again. He gets the Bron he gets the Jets, the Patriots, and the Colts. The Patriots and the Colts uh, could be tougher, but that's but that's great for James Robinson. You add it all up, I, I see a very productive season. Again, would it have been this productive if ETN was still there? Probably not, but we're going into to the season with it as is. I'm not worried about Carlos Hyde. If you're worried about Carlos Hyde, you're worried about the wrong things, ladies and gentlemen. He's 31 years old. I understand he got Buckeye stickers on his helmet in college. I don't give a shit. Let me tell, let me tell you what I think about Carlos Hyde and his impact of, of James Robinson in 2021. What I'm saying to you is you should give it to somebody that don't know any better because that's a fugazi. All right? That's a fugazi? How do you know it's a fugazi? You looked at it for two seconds. Well, it's a fake. 
Yeah, I know what a fugazi is. Dude, Carlos Hyde is a dynasty in football fugazi. Get him the hell out of here. He's not going to stop James Robinson. Big James Robinson guy in this 2021 season. I'm projecting hot take top five again for my man, James Robinson. I will share you one with our own Dallas Hyder uh, at Salad Galore on Twitter. Uh, Dallas is the host of the Rookie Rundown, usually found here on Mondays. Uh, Dallas's hot take for 2021 is that the Miami Dolphins will win the AFC East. Now, I love Dallas, and Dallas knows rookies as good as anybody. A lot of times people will be like, Memphis, who, who do you recommend for Devi coverage? And, you know, I keep my circle very small, very small. But uh, I've relied on guys like Travis May over the years, Nick Whalen, uh, Kane Fassell, Shane Hallam, Ray Garvin, and I'm really starting to count on Dallas more and more. If you listen to the rookie rundown, you'll know that that Dallas is a really spot-on dude, but I can't get behind this take. I, I really can't. I think Miami's going to finish third in this division, and I think Miami is going to miss the playoffs, and I think Miami is going to be in play for... Deshaun Watson. I believe where there's smoke, there's fire. And owners are very, very, uh, you don't get to be a billionaire by being patient for, for the most course. And if it's true that Stephen Ross, the owner of the Dolphins, wants him, and think about it, the head coach of the team has to go up in front of the entire team and say, guys, Tua is our quarterback. I mean, Matt Rule didn't have to do that with Sam Darnold, right? You know, Vic Fangio didn't have to go and say, guys, we're not interested in Deshaun Watson. Hell, the Philadelphia Eagles, the, the organization that I've been as critical of as anybody in, in this space, even they didn't have to get up in front of the team and say, you know what, Jalen Hurts is our starter. Miami felt compelled to do that. You know, the Eagles just came out with a blurb the other day. Yeah, Jalen Hurts is our starter. Nothing about Deshaun Watson, nothing like that. And I know a lot of times this is smoke. But this was reported by Charles Robinson of Yahoo. That's a pretty credible source. And I know it's a pain in the ass for Tua believers. Again, I don't like, a, I don't like timid people. I really don't. You know, for all of the things that we've said about Jameis Winston, I don't think you can coach the wild man out of him. And I don't think you can coach the wild man in to Tua. Uh, he had some rough games last year. Could he improve? Sure. Am I the eternal optimist on guys like Sam Darnold? I'm going to get to him in a minute. Carson Wentz, of course I am. Um, the one thing those guys have, again, they're not timid. And I just, I get, I'll be honest, I think Tua's career is going to be somewhere between Jared Goff and Marcus Mariota. I think Mariota's the floor. I think Jared Goff is the ceiling. I can't see the Miami Dolphins winning the AFC East. By the way, I want to get back to James Robinson real quick. I forgot to take that to a dynasty spin. Um, James Robinson, if... I were in a, I would try to offer like two seconds for James Robinson, and I'm going to sell the ETN story. I'm going to be like, look, ETN's going to be back. This is a short-term rental. I don't know. I'll give you a couple because you know, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, you couldn't get that much for for James Robinson. That's how I would sell that other GM. I'll give you my 2022 and 2023 second. You know what? I'll throw in. I'll give you a 2022 second Ramadre Stevenson. Fucking just take him. He's a pile of he's a pile of monkey nuts anyway. So I don't want him on my team. So take him, take him. 
I want James Robinson. I think James Robinson can help you win. And here's the really, oh, we got a question on YouTube. I'm going to address some of these in just a second because you're going to help the show go a little bit longer for me. Thank you. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm buying, I'm buying, uh, I'm buying all the James Robinson I can. I'm keeping it cheap. I'm not giving up first. I'm not giving up first, but I think you're going to have to do it before the season kicks off. They do play the Texans. So I'm kicking tires if you're a contender, especially because next year will be the third and final year of James Robinson's rookie deal. There's like some restricted free agent weirdness that goes on with those undrafted guys. But if he comes out and balls again, like I just predicted he's going to, he is going to be real hard to move. Uh, Darren, Darren Gray in the, the YouTube chat, he asked me, selling Tua for what? Man, I, I would love to get out flush. I don't know that you could get Mac, uh, but Tua has his fans. Let's be honest. Tank for Tua was a thing. You know, people were going hard for Tua, and I, I will always continue to believe that there is always going to be extra leash and an extra premium paid for guys that went to big, popular Power 5 schools. Regardless of their performance, no matter how bad Tua plays, people are going to give him the benefit of the doubt because he's Tua. If his name was Herod Foff as opposed to Tua, we would probably look at him a little bit different. And, you know, Jared Goff didn't go to Alabama. He went to Cal. And even though he was the number one overall pick, we turned on him very quickly. We won't do that to Tua. He's very popular. So for me, man, if I could send Tua in a second and get Baker... I don't know that that's possible. They're pretty close in Fantasy Pros ADP. I'm just looking to get into a player that, um, with, a, with a similar window that doesn't have the injury history and just doesn't have the timidness. This is a me thing. I'm not anti-Tua. I'm anti-Tua's personality. I feel that I, I get, I, I'm serious when I say I get Marcus Mariota vibes. I don't know if it's the, the Hawaiian thing and they're just chill, bruh, and, and surfing. And I don't know. I really don't know. But I don't get that killer Tom Brady, you know, type mentality. I just see that he's chill. He's go with the with the flow. Um, so that's me. I would be looking just to break even, get into a quarterback I liked a little bit better. Man, if I could get Kirk, if I could send Tua in a second and get Kirk Cousins in a first, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Um, I can repurpose. And this is in Superflex, guys. In a 1QB, I don't think you're going to get a ton for Tua. Um He's more of a QB2 in a 1QB league in a super flex. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to make that offer. I'm going to offer, you know, Tua and a second for Cousins and a first. I'm not even opposed to sending Tua for Derek Carr. No no pick. Tua, straight up for Derek Carr and a first. And and see what I can negotiate from there. Maybe I'd throw in a third. Maybe I'd, but, dude, Derek Carr's been, been pretty solid the last couple of years. So those are all guys that I would look to move for Tua. That was uh, that was a rant brought on by my man Dallas, who is projecting the Fins to win the AFC East. I'm actually predicting the Patriots to finish second and the Bills to win the AFC East. Look at this, our very own Dr. Kyle. He's wrapping up one of his 37 vacations for the year, and he'll be back with me here tomorrow night as long as he doesn't catch that power outage that Jerry is sitting in the middle of. And Dr. Kyle and I are going to do the Big Bet podcast live here on YouTube for a Thursday pod to get you ready for the weekend. And he says Aaron Rodgers finishes outside the top eight QBs and points per game. And the Giants and Cowboys finish bottom half of the NFC East. 
So that's telling me that he thinks the Eagles and the football team finish first and second. Uh, I'm going to address that one first. Um, you know, Dr. Kyle, I, mean, I, I think you're better than that. I'm just going to give you that. I'm just going to go with this. I, I can't do it. I, I, I can't get behind that. Um, if, if you wanted to say the Giants, I think the worst the, the Cowboys finish is second. Uh, I've actually got a future bet on the Cowboys to win the NFC East, and I've got tickets on the Giants and the football team as well. So for me, I am not taking that take very far. And then the one with Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers finishing outside the top eight of the QB position points per game. That that one feels really feasible. If you go back and look over the last five years, you know, if you just throw out 2020 and look at the four years prior to that, he wasn't exact, exactly list, you know, setting the world on fire. He wasn't lighting it up. I, I, I will never forget it. It was an episode of the Fantasy Footballers. It wasn't this past December. It was the December before. And I was listening, and they were basically telling the listeners of their show to drop Aaron Rodgers so that your league mate would pick him up and play him as a, as a, like a trap. Like you were to drop Aaron. So I completely agree with Aaron Rodgers. I think if you go back and look at historically in the, let's see how this works. It's Shanahan by way of McVeigh by way of McFleur. Is it McFleur? LaFleur? Peter LaFleur? It's one of the LaFleurs. I believe Mike LaFleur is in the Jets and Matt LaFleur is in Green Bay. But you get my point. Year two is the bump, by the way. In that offense, it's it's happened. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo had it. Matt Ryan had it. Jared Goff had it. And guess what year last year was for Aaron Rodgers in that offense? It was year two. So do I think, I thank you, Dr. Kyle, in the chat. He said McShanna LaFleur. I'll go with it. McShanna LaFleur offense. Um, it's kind of an, you know, like a, a mixture of all three at this point, but I would not surprise me if he takes a step back. And don't, don't forget that last year the Green Bay Packers played double south. They played the AFC South, so they had games against the Colts, against the Texans, the Jaguars, and the Titans, which they lit up the first three lost to the Colts. Uh, that was a beautiful game. But they still he still put up a bunch of points against the Colts, and then he played the NFC South. Big games against the Saints, the Falcons, and the, the Panthers, and then you know kind of got whooped up on a little bit by the Buccaneers. But this year he doesn't have that. This year he plays the AFC North, so he's going to be playing Pittsburgh, Baltimore, Cleveland. Those are three really good defenses. He does get the free pass against the Bengals. And then he plays the NFC West. So he gets the free pass against the Cardinals. But, you know, the Rams have a pretty good defense. The Seahawks usually have a pretty good defense. And the Niners have a pretty good defense. It's not going to be as cushy of a schedule for Mr. Aaron Rodgers this year as it was last year. So I think... Somewhere between the combination of year two in that offense with uh, with Mr. Uh, Lafleur Shanahan McVay guy, and the, uh, the the tougher schedule, yeah, I think outside the top eight is a complete complete doable thing. All right, I'm gonna get to my second hot take, and then I'll see if I get any more from members of the DWZ YouTube community. And um, give me one second. I'm, I'm gonna put on my uh, my heat shield. I am. Uh, I'm going to make sure that I don't get uh, too uh, too beat up on this one. But I'm going Sam Darnold. That's right. Sam motherfucking Darnold will be a top 12 fantasy quarterback in 2021. 
he's going to pass for 4,200 yards, 30 TDs, and he's going to have three rush TDs. If you remember last year, that crazy, that crazy 70-some-odd yard rush he had against the, the Broncos on Thursday night. Low-key Konami code? Probably not. But um, he will be useful in and around the goal line. And, and if you think my number of 4,200 passing yards for Sam Darnold sounds crazy, I'll tell you to head over to the DraftKings Sportsbook. Because over at DraftKings right now, his passing yards prop per DraftKings is 3,950 and one-half yards. Uh, they do disagree with me on the touchdowns. They have his under-over touchdown prop is 23 and a half. Um, I'm already leveraged on three overs on my five seasonal bets. And when you bet overs, you have to take injury into account. Uh, but I, I like both these numbers. And I you know if you think if you think of 24 touchdowns, I'm going to round up 24 touchdowns. That's basically a touchdown and a half a game. And their schedule is great. Um, they play their own division. I think the Saints defense takes a step back. They're going to be in shootouts with Tampa Bay, and the Falcons defense is terrible. So those are good opportunities for Darnold to put up fantasy points. Then they play the AFC East, and while I do think they'll have shootouts at, like against the Bills. And probably put up, you know, good points against the Jets in his revenge game. Probably won't be great against the, the Dolphins or the Buccaneers, but that should be the, the wrong Tom Brady team against the Dolphins or the Patriots. But I, not every game is going to be beautiful. And then this year, unlike Aaron Rodgers, who had him last year, this year, Sam Darnold plays the NFC least. He gets the Cowboys. He gets the Eagles. He gets the Giants. No day in the park for his game against the Washington football team. And then his other three games, he gets the Cardinals, the Texans, and the Vikings. Those are somewhat exploitable defenses. And I'm telling you, the the boys of Vegas agree with me with right at 4,000 yards on the DraftKings Sportsbook. So I'm saying Sam Darnold, top 12 fantasy QB. And if he's not, I'll, I'll, just, I'll, just, tell, I'll just tell him he is dead to me. Um, he, he can go away. And I will be off of uh, Sam Darnold. So, Sam, this is what I got for you. You better be a top 12 quarterback this year. And that's the bottom line. Why? Because those Stone Cold said so. Thank you very much, you son of a bitch. Sam, you son of a bitch, you better be a top 12 QB in 2021. Got a couple of more. Uh, Darren wants to know, what are my thoughts on Murray? Uh, Kyler Murray? Eddie Murray? Bill, Mur Bill Murray's great, by the way. Um, you know, Caddyshack, legend. Uh, so many, so many great Bill Murray flicks. Uh, Ghostbusters. Uh, I often forget that he was in Ghostbusters. Uh, but if you're mean Kyler Murray, Kyler's going to be fine. Kyler going to Kyler. I'm some, a little, a little concerned. A little concerned that Kyler maybe doesn't rush as much. But, this is still going to be a, a mediocre defense. Uh, I'm very excited to see what Rondale Moore brings to this offense. And even though I don't think I could ever imagine playing in a league where I'm so desperate that I would play Christian Kirk in any fantasy lineup, he does strike me. He's that best ball guy. If you got him on your best ball roster, he's going to have that game. Your guess is as good as mine when... He's going to have that game, but it feels like Christian Kirk will always have that one game, that one game where he blows up and he has like three catches for 158 yards and two touchdowns. It's going to happen. Uh, I don't know when, neither do you, but 
yeah, I think Kyler's going to be fine. Um, again, solid guy, solid play, but um, I would have him as like my QB5 on the season. I'd rather have Dak, I, even with the shoulder. I'd rather have Josh Allen. I'd rather have Mahomes. Uh, I'm missing, oh, I'd rather have Justin Herbert. And those are all guys that I would rather have than, than Kyler because those running quarterbacks, what happens when defensive coordinators figure out how to not take away? Guys, they're never going to take away the rushing of a guy like Lamar or Kyler. But when they start to neutralize it, we saw Lamar go from the QB1 overall and like MVP number one with a bullet. And while he was still very successful for the Ravens and for your dynasty teams last year, he still regressed a little bit. And that's somewhat of my fear on Kyler. Is This is a baseball term, but as you guys know, if you're watching live on YouTube, I'm rocking the hat of my son's high school team. But if uh, I'm a baseball guy. But Kyler, you know, he's going to have to have gone away and come back with another pitch. You know, they often say, like, you know, the guys in Major League Baseball, they have, like, a great fastball. But they've got to come back, and they've got to have a, uh, you know, another pitch. They've got to add a slider. They've got to add a, a, a fork ball. They've got to add a, a new changeup, something. Uh, I've got one more hot take, and I will go ahead and bring this one in for a landing. This is from Michael Casper. Now, Michael is a a contributor to our group over at the Dynasty War Zone. He is someone that you're going to hear on Sunday School, when we do Football Sunday School starting this Sunday live on YouTube only, answering as many of your questions as we can, like I'm doing tonight from the YouTube chat. Um, you're going to hear more from Michael. He says, C.D. Lamb is going to be the wide receiver one this time I guess we'll say next year, but by February. He thinks in a dynasty startup, C.D. Lamb will be the wide receiver one, and I, I think I agree with him. Uh, Dallas has an out in Amari Cooper's contract. Uh, I believe no dead cap money next year, and I think his price tag's around $20 bucks. They've got to decide on what they're going to do with Michael Gallup. Obviously, they've got uh, Dak locked up for a long term. Um, I believe per the dynasty trade calculator, C.D. Lamb is going somewhere in the neighborhood of two firsts, two first plus, and you're never going to get him cheaper. I, I think I agree. I think I agree with Michael. I mean, it's it's very expensive, but breaking news. C.D. Lamb's good at football, breaking news. In case you guys didn't know that, C.D. Lamb, really good at football. And he is someone that I will be looking to add. So guys, I appreciate you putting up with me. Uh, a little solo, impromptu pod. Like I said, normally this is one of my favorite podcasts of the year. Uh, hot take hotline. I was hoping to have the whole gang here. Um, but a lot of people are wrapping up redrafts. Uh, Kyle from the Fantasy Football Smackdown is wrapping up a redraft. Uh, Jerry, without power, Michael, family. It just happens, guys. It just happens, but uh, the show goes on. I think it was Vince McMahon who said that. Maybe it wasn't. I don't know. I don't really give a shit. Memphis said it. Memphis said that the show must go on. So, guys, I want to thank you all very, very much for supporting the show. Got a lot going on. Um, rate, review, and subscribe everywhere. Uh, didn't have any five stars on iTunes. If you write them, I'll read them. I'll read them right here on the show. And uh, don't forget Hate Brand Goods. That's my man, Matt. 
If you follow Matt on Instagram, you'll see he's actually in Africa right now on a rafting trip. But this Thursday, over at thehate.com, that's T-H-E-H-V-I-I-I.com, they're dropping two new colorways of the goat shorts. Now, if you're following me on Twitter, I posted a picture today of myself in the floral. The two new colors are going to be camouflage. One's more of like a woodland camouflage, and the other one's called a tiger camouflage. So if you're wondering where I get my shorts, and I know a lot of you are, it is Hate Brand Goods. And if you're watching live on YouTube, you can see the crawl at the bottom of the screen. It tells you how the the promo code, it's my name, Memphis, M-E-M-P-H-I-S, and how to spell the website. And that, much like going to manscaped.com, using promo code ZONE, becoming a patron, that's what keeps this thing a-going. So, I want to thank you guys for everything. I hope you guys have a great week. You can rely on the you can reply in the comments below your 2021 hot take. I will do I'll do you a solid. You you go to YouTube, you subscribe and you leave your comment on this video. We'll read some of your guys' hot takes next week on the show and on the show next week brand new format. Nothing like this in Dynasty. Um, we'll still be doing good people bad tweets because if you say dumb stuff, attention seeking stuff, impossible to happen stuff we're gonna call you out we're out there that one on michael salfino earlier that one came from randy brown can't say enough good things about him uh, i appreciate him helping us keep uh, twitter safe for dynasty gamers so listen i'm gonna get out of here thank you for everything i apologize for no jerry give him hell give him hell in the comments go to his twitter handle at jerry sin dwz i'll be back here tomorrow night hopefully with dr kyle i don't want to be here again you guys probably think I have no friends. But until next time, my name is Memphis. You can follow me at DWZ Memphis. You can follow the show at Dynasty Warzone on Instagram and on YouTube. And remember, here at the Dynasty Warzone, we're just trying to make the world a better place for fantasy football. I'll see you all tomorrow night. Have a great week, guys. Tell us a little bit about Hate Brand. When did that start and uh, how are things going with it? Things are good, man. Uh, that started in October of 2014. So now give or take seven years into doing whatever this thing is. And um, that's apparel company I started then and wanted to start making some clothes that I wanted to wear is really where it started. It start, and, uh, did it start more with you writing something first? Like, yeah, you, like yeah. uh, was it like an ebook or something that you put out or? Yeah, it's a, uh, it's a book. And then we made an ebook. So I wrote a book in 2010 of uh how to train for the highland games called training lab and one of the sections i wrote about in the book is called the hate and this was just this kind of personal philosophy i had that my brother and i had spoke about um just with athletes that we admired and it was these guys that just you know still on top still still willing to do the work to get better that it seemed their concern was always about them getting better to their standard and mm. not about what had to do with anyone else so they didn't hate and other people you see those guys get up in the morning on like 4 a.m. And it's, yo, that dude hates himself more than me. That guy's <laughs> willing to put in the work. He's willing to do it. And so from that point on, it was about like, I'm all right with getting beaten by someone better than me, but I'm not willing to be outworked. When we add up all those inches, that's going to make the fucking difference between winning and losing. a game yesterday and if we win one today that's two in a row we win one tomorrow that's called a winning streak